heart fills with dread Probably a murderer who wants you dead It could be a ghost, a demon or worse Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse It's hopeless, you're doomed You'd call a priest if you could You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood I'm gonna kill you Welcome, welcome to Freaky Friday Where we tell your odd but true stories we have all kinds of stories today that Some run the really gamut. good ones. Y'all are crushing you're it. You're doing with... great, guys. These are fantastic. And you're doing great experiencing, but not just having these experiences, but then conveying them to us. We mm-hmm. love it. And uh, I love just the, like I said, there's just true crime. There's alien. We have paranormal. We have all kinds of stuff. So thank you for sharing. And thank you for all of your lovely responses to the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of folks uh, writing in on the Patreon Facebook group on our Instagram of what they thought that the EVP yep. was. Yep. We got, hey, Sarah, Kim. Kim. Some people thought it was Kim. So And could- and some people on Patreon did not even know that the the submitter's name was Kim when mm-hmm. they heard they thought it was said that. So it's a pretty strong case. Yeah. And Kim has confirmed that she uh, it was a one and done deal with that. No app. more. <laughs> <laughs> Has a dog now. No more. No more yes. EVP. So yeah, uh, that's but, fair. Yeah. I don't think I would either. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. We had another update. What, yes. What's fun about this is the people writing these also listen. So then when mm-hmm. we have questions and they answer our questions for us, <laughs> um, the Moras on the Joe Pool Lake, mm-hmm. she said because she's a patron. She said, oh, I left out a very important detail. Her parents had called the cops because when oh, okay. it started getting um, to be nighttime, they were worried that the mom wasn't back for their little girl. So they were the ones that called the police. There it goes. And so, yeah, so there, that um, that tied that up nicely. So that, But that also adds even more mystery to it because she did not come back. The police weren't yeah. there because, like we had thought, like, oh, maybe she got in trouble at the store no, Mm-mm. she just didn't come back. So hopefully so. they were reunited at some point. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for all the updates and for everybody listening and for all your wonderful feedback. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, if you have a story, you go to SinisterHead.com slash Freaky Friday and you can submit yours. We've got a lot of good ones. And we're going to start off with one called Alien Encounter from Jenny F. Hello. I love the new Freaky Friday stories. Here's my story. I've been a fan, believer, and follower of the paranormal for my whole life. From going on haunted house ghost tours to looking towards the skies, hoping to see something unidentified. I believe it all started when I was five years old. My mom, sister, and I all lived at my grandma's house in a suburb right outside St. Louis. My sister and I shared a small room with a single window that looked out over the backyard. This window, I must note, was high off the ground and not reachable except with a tall ladder. One night, I lay in bed looking out the window, waiting to drift off to sleep, when I saw something, something staring back at me. This image is burned into my brain. What stared back at me looked as I've come to recognize as an extraterrestrial, an alien, a little gray man, a big head with big dark eyes staring at me through the window. There is no way you could stand on the ground and see into this window. Like I said, it is very high off the ground. The creature must have been hovering or floating somehow. Five-year-old me was frozen in fear. 
I quickly hid under my covers and tried to wake my sister. She is two years younger than me and was sound asleep. The creature was gone, but my memory of it still stays with me. I remember in the morning telling my mom what I saw. She sort of laughed it off like I was joking. From that night on, I slept under my covers with no chance of catching a glimpse of what could be outside my window. I now have my own five-year-old daughter. She shares my same fascination with the heavens above. Was I visited once by a being from above, or was it my overactive imagination? Only one answer has ever been true to me. I was absolutely 100% visited. 39-year-old me sometimes still sleeps under my covers, just to be safe. Ooh, stuff outside the window gets me. Ever since the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, when David Arquette floats outside the window, freaks me out. Is it David Arquette? Or is it Luke Perry that floats outside the window? I've never Whatever. seen it. I think it's David Arquette floats outside of Luke Perry's window. And it, he's a vampire, <laughs> though. So, but this is, ooh, yeah. a little gray man. Especially at five years old. I mean, Ella's Hello, four. child. <laughs> so, I, uh, I think if she saw anything out her window, she would be, oh, man, that, that worries me. Because I'm like, you remember stuff at this age. Mm-hmm. Four or five, you remember stuff as an adult. That's, I mean, especially something like this. Oh, yeah. It's something that I think, because we talk about your memory is a memory of the last time you remembered it. That's something that you're going to be thinking about every day. All the time. <laughs> At every, least every night. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the covers up. Yes. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So I wonder if it was good or bad. Like the alien visit? Yeah. I mean. Like the alien was going to come snatch you and then looks and was like, no, thank you. <laughs> just moves along. <laughs> You're like, wait, what's you scared? <laughs> I've been trying to get taken. Why don't y'all want me? What this do I got to do to get cat. fucked up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. afraid. Maybe it, t- maybe it took pity on her. Maybe it was like, <laughs> we don't need, we don't need to get Sleep another well, one. child. <laughs> what are you going to do? Me. Yeah. <laughs> Hug your sister tight. We'll be back when you're 40. And like, bleak blork. Why don't you have the child? Well, um, it's a long story, but <laughs> at the end of the day, we found out that Bleak Blork has a heart of gold. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> uh, that would be freaky, though, especially a window that's high enough that you know mm-hmm. you ain't seen a ladder and they're they're gone. In Anything an looking at you through that window is a mm-hmm. no-go, unless it's no a thanks. bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if it was a bird, we wouldn't have heard the story. So thank you, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you so much. This next one is from Amy, and it is called Haunting in Rockwall. My parents and I moved to Rockwall, Texas from California when I was 16. The home was a large, newly built home just off the lake. Within the first year of living in this house, many strange things happened that I am convinced were caused by a haunting of some sort. One of the best features was the gallery of windows that extended down two walls to provide lovely views of the backyard. These windows all had real wood blinds hanging on them, so they produced a bit more noise than a faux wood product if there was any wind coming through an open window. One midsummer day, my parents were out working in the yard, and I was inside doing whatever teens do. I heard a clattering sound and realized that one of the windows was open. This was odd because it was the middle of the summer and we had the AC on. No sane person in Texas leaves their windows open in July, especially if the AC is running. I shut the window and checked all the others to make sure nothing else was open. I went back about my business, only to hear the same noise just 10 minutes later. My parents had not been back into the house, and I was the only person inside. I went back to look, 
and the very same window was open again. Even if I was confused on which window it was, I had definitely checked them all, and they were all closed. How on earth did this happen? I have no explanation. On another night, my dad was away on business, and my mom and I were watching TV together. We heard a very loud thud up in the attic, like the sound of a very heavy box dropping from at least a few feet. After the thud, there was a dragging noise, as if someone was now dragging that box across the attic floor. My mom and I were both scared and unsure what to do. My dad was not there, so I built up my courage and went to check the attic. There was absolutely nothing up there. We did not have any boxes or heavy items, just some insulation and leftover wallpaper. Nothing that was in the attic could have produced that sound. There were other strange events. Posters in my room blowing up as if wind was hitting them when there was no wind. Reclining furniture reclining on its own. Things that could be explained away unless you were the witness and knew that there was no normal explanation. I never felt as though the ghostly presence in our house was dangerous or bad, but just that it was there and wanted its presence known. Decades later, I still firmly believe in our rock wall ghost. Honestly, if I had a ghost that was open to my damn windows in July in Texas, that Mm-mm. ghost would get exercised. No, I'd be calling a priest ASAP. <laughs> That's, yeah, haunt me all you want, but don't be bringing the outside in Mm-mm. in July. Yeah, close it. No, close it's 120 windows. degrees outside. What are you doing? Hell no. The attic box, I mm. wonder if there was there was something in there and that the ghost took it with them somehow. I don't like the dragging part. Mm-mm. Because Mm-mm. honestly, Amy describes it as a box. I hear a body. Yeah, I was like, coffin? I, I To me, it sounds like a body falls and then you're dragging a body across <laughs> the floor. Something heavy, a loud thud. That could be a body. Yeah. I don't like a ghost that can, I think we talked about this before, that can uh, rattle handles on doors Mm-mm. or bang on a door Mm-mm. or push a box or drag a box or body or whatever. I To me, I'm like, that's too powerful. That's it's too, too much. Powerful. Yeah. Go back to flicking the lights on and off. Yeah, exactly. You I can mess with my that. cell phone or make my TV roll or whatever you want to do, but don't be knocking my shit over. And sure as shit, don't open my windows. You better Cardinal crank sin. that AC and keep those windows closed. <laughs> yeah, I thought ghosts were supposed to make it colder in your house. Right? That's fine. If you want to haunt my house, haunt it from like mid-April through like October. Yes. We're good to go. Yes. Yeah, especially like June through August. I would love mm-hmm. a haunting. A couple yeah, of we... them. Just various cold spots in the house. Come on in. You're like, oh, this feels great. Oh, yeah, come lay in bed go. with me. Yeah, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, this next one is called crossover paranormal experience plus a brush with two crime we love a good crossover episode and this is from marissa i was in my last semester of my first year of law school and had been up late studying for my contracts final when i finally took a shower around 2 a.m and got ready for bed to get some sleep before the big test i was drying my hair as the blow dryer was running i noticed a strange screaming sound it seemed like it was my hair dryer going a little haywire but it also seemed very distant. I thought that I was just overly tired and stressed and was just hearing strange things because of how loud the blow dryer was. When I was done, I walked to my bedroom, where I have to pass a mirrored closet door in the hallway that leads to the bedroom. It was dark and all the lights were off because my boyfriend at the time was already asleep. I am not a fan of mirrors in the dark and usually try to avoid looking in them. It's creepy. 
for some reason on this night, I looked towards the mirror. I saw a reflection, but it was not mine. I'm blonde with blue eyes and fair skin, but I saw a woman with dark hair, eyes, and features. She looked sad, and she seemed to be holding something. Then she just kind of disappeared, and my reflection turned back to being me. A cold chill came over my body, and I felt weird. The cold feeling stayed until I eventually fell asleep. I'm pretty sure the only reason I didn't freak out and end up awake all night is because I was so tired from studying. Also, I wasn't sure if I had really seen anything, and thought I was just going a little crazy due to stress and lack of sleep during finals week. The next day, I had almost forgotten about this encounter until I walked out my front door and saw a notice posted on the door of my apartment. It began with words to the effect of, We understand that some residents may be concerned about safety due to the crime committed in the building last night. I later found out that that night, a man had killed his girlfriend and her child in our apartment complex. Don't worry, the police later found him, but I'm not sure what happened after that. I don't believe the crime was committed at the exact time I was running my blow dryer, but honestly, I still don't know if I heard actual screams or screams from the great beyond shortly after the murder was committed. I called my grandparents after the final and told them this experience. It's not something I would normally call them about, but for some reason they felt like the right people to share this with. After I told the story, I heard my grandma say to my grandpa, should we tell her? And I was like, uh, tell me what? With kind reassurance, they very gently said that this is something that happens, especially with the women on your grandma's side of the family. Then they proceeded to tell me about multiple people in our family that have had premonitions of deaths that ended up occurring shortly after someone in my family dreamt or saw something. Also, my mom, who is also on that side of the family, swears there was a ghost in their old house, even though she is normally not the kind of person who would entertain such things. So that's how I learned that I guess we have a little gift that sometimes lets us see some not-so-fun things. Wow. The mirror. The mirror and your reflection. First Mm-mm. of all, my two closet doors in my uh, main bathroom are floor-to-ceiling mirrors. Mm-hmm. And Paris mentioned once, like, aren't those kind of old-looking? Shouldn't we get them replaced? I'm like, we should get them replaced because when I try to go to the bathroom in the night, I have to look in them mm-hmm. or avert my gaze to look down. And I'm like, God, what if there's a person standing mm-hmm. behind me? Like, fuck. And it's a mirror across from another mirror. And I'm like, this is some, oh, some shit's going to come through this. Yeah, I can't be having them face each other. I yeah. Think it's ba- yes, it's a portal. <laughs> That's how you get a portal in your bathroom. Damn. That's yeah. I um mirrors. We talked about this in the last one too. Um, you you are washing your face and you look up in the mirror and there's something behind. Any mirrors are Mm-mm. as we I've said many times. One time in high school, I got very high and tried to understand how <laughs> mirrors work. I still to this day don't get them, but that's why things can come through them because we yeah. don't really understand them. We can't. What was I was? I think I was talking to a friend of mine who was talking about magnets are so complex mm. that you can't even explain them because you have to understand such complex topics to understand how to even understand the explanation of a magnet. Cameras, get the magnets. fuck out of here! Oh yeah, cameras, magnets, how, how, how? lenses, what <laughs> lenses? Yeah, like how on a mirror. How does a camera take a picture? How to? How what are pictures? That's wild, man. It totally. Totally but yeah, wild. a mirror looking up and you see Mm-mm. you, but it ain't you. Get out. 
Anytime <laughs> you're telling your family something and they go, should we tell her? No. Whatever's about to happen <laughs> is going to rock your world. Yeah. Tell me what you have to say, but also, like, you don't want to know what's on the other side mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Whew. That's, um, that's Got the super gift. eerie, especially, like, you're validated when you see that something really did occur last night. Mm-hmm. On a funnier note, to this day, I remember a bit on Kid Craddock. <laughs> Where they were, it was when Kid was still on, and he would call, he, they called a hairdryer, like, manufacturer, or mm-hmm. maybe it was a place that just sold hairdryers, and they said, listen to this hairdryer, we keep hearing things, and it started off, like, silly, like, just, like, weird sounds, but then it escalated to, like, chickens and cows <laughs> mooing and stuff, and, I mean, the woman on the end was, like, dying by the time it was over, yeah. but... Because you do always think you hear something when the blow dryer's on. Yeah, if it's like... I'm constantly having to turn it off like, am I, is my kid screaming right now? Is somebody calling my name? It's so loud, though, because I have the one that you have, the God Revlon damn, one. damn, that thing is so, it's like a, a jet engine. I stuff the Raycon earbuds in my ears oh, really? and just play like a podcast or something because they're kind of noise canceling and just cram them down in my ears because I was like, my ears genuinely hurt because I can't, or I'll just listen to like... Piano music. It's got to be yeah. something because that I bad can't, boy. Uh, I can't use that hair dryer after the kid's gone to bed. <laughs> no, it's so like a, freaking loud. If anyone's wondering what it is, is it Revlon? It's a Revlon. Yeah, it's, it's like the handheld. The, yeah, the one that's like the round brush, but it's mm-hmm. also a, a hair dryer. Yeah, it's the forty dollar alternative to the five hundred dollar Dyson whatever yes, thing. Yes, um, but well. it's great. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, whew, that's Spooky. now that I once you know this. Now that I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be drying my hair anytime soon, which mm. I probably will, I have to like, okay, I'm not gonna look in the mirror yeah. or the mirror behind me, the one yeah. in front of me or behind me. Stare I'm gonna get toilet. those replaced. <laughs> Shut them down. Oh man, well Heather, what have All you right. got for us? We have got four or not four. We have three more. Um, I'm gonna start with this is from Jenna. It's called Ghosts, Prowlers, or Darth Vader. Mm. I used to house it for a friend that would travel with David Prowse, the actor that physically played Darth Vader when he was in the States. We all knew his house was haunted. One of the scariest things about the house was that it was in a not-so-great neighborhood. So when you heard something, you weren't quite sure if it was a ghost or someone actually in the house. One night, my then-boyfriend and I came back to the house fairly late. We walked in and straight to the back of the house. Near the back, there were stairs leading to the second floor. As a side note, I've always refused to go upstairs in the house. The very first time I went to the house, I was going upstairs and I just felt something evil behind me about halfway up. I felt like I was about to be thrown down the stairs. Anyway, when we get to about the base of the stairs to turn the light on that night, we hear footsteps upstairs. It sounded like men's dress shoes. We also heard whistling. Not like wind in the attic whistling but a distinct tune. We look at each other and book it out the front door. We got back to our car and we're trying to figure out what to do. About this time, a car comes driving slowly out of the cemetery next to the house. Yes, the house was next to the oldest cemetery in town. Turns out the car was a police officer. He had seen someone had busted a window out of a car that was parked on the street and was waiting for the owner to come home. We told him, great, so while you're here, we heard someone in the house. Do you mind checking it out? The police officer and his partner came in the house with us. He went upstairs to check it out. All we had told him was that we heard footsteps upstairs. He came back down a few minutes later and said he didn't see anything. Before he left, he asked us, 
Were you guys whistling while I was up there? We weren't. After that, we did not spend the night in the house that night. I don't like whistling either. I don't like mirrors and I don't like whistling. I think that the whistling is scary because it implies that the ghost has a mouth. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. A functional whistle. I I always find whistling to be a little too casual. Like someone's a little too comfortable in your home. Yes. You're like, mm mm. Or you hear it like you hear it before you see it too. So if you're like on a dark, deserted street and you just hear whistling, you're like, where's this coming from? And why is someone so happy-go-lucky to see me walk by myself Mm -hmm. up these stairs? He's like, oh, they're coming upstairs. Mm. Like, "Mm -mm, I don't like that. What I appreciate about this is that they did what you should do. You get the fuck out of there and you go to your car. You don't go up there and investigate. You go find a cop and you get them to come do it for you. They did everything. And then you don't stay there that night either. Mm -mm. This is how you handle this, movies, Hollywood. You don't do the opposite. No, 100%. Do it Jenna style because you leave out and you get the police. And when they go, there was some whistling up there. You'd be like, well, we ain't going to be in there. Bye. You're like, the hell out. Uh, sorry, Darth, but we can't house it for you anymore. Be like, somebody took over your house. It was it was a human. It was a ghost. I don't know, but don't worry. It's being watched. Not by me, Mm-mm. but it's being watched. So, it's being watched freaky. by someone. So freaky. Well, thank you so much, Jenna. This next one we have is from Kate, and the subject line is saved by a lady and a tea bag. Hello from Canada. Back when I was 20, I was coming home in the morning after visiting a boyfriend who lived on the other side of the city. I typically would take a 40-minute train ride to get from his place to mine, but this day the train wasn't working downtown, so I had to transfer to a bus for part of the trip. When I started my journey, a man got on and sat across from me. I did my best to try and ignore him. Eventually, he tried to get my attention, so I took out my earbuds. He showed me a camera he was holding and said that he liked taking pictures and flipped through a couple. He was obviously a weirdo, but seemed harmless. They never are. I just nodded and said, cool, and tried to go back to ignoring him. He kept trying to start a conversation with me. I would politely nod and smile once in a while, but he clearly did not understand that earbuds in means do not talk to me. I eventually had to get off the train onto a bus. I took this as my opportunity to lose him, but he ended up sitting back and diagonal from me on the bus. When we got back onto a train after downtown, I again tried to lose him. Still, he ended up getting on the same train car as me and sat right across from me again. After a couple of minutes, this older woman comes up to me. Think cool granny type. She grabs my hand to pull me close. She says, I just wanted to tell you you're beautiful. As she slides something into my hand and goes back to her seat. I looked down and it was a red rose brand tea bag. On it, she had written, The guy is videotaping you. He has been since last train. Be careful. Panic. I froze until we were coming up to my stop. When I got up to rush off the train, of course, the guy was right behind me. Suddenly, the woman who gave me the note and her husband swoop in next to me on either side, putting their arms around me and walked me up the train platform. The guy sped up past us and continued into the shopping area nearby while the couple waited with me while my bus arrived. I did call the police when I got back home, but nothing came of it. Now that I'm almost 30, I look back and wish I was able to get myself out of that situation as soon as I felt uncomfortable. I'm thankful that the woman was looking out for me, and I even still have the note she gave me. 
Thanks for all that you guys do. I seriously love your podcast, and I look forward to listening every week. Come to Canada one day when the world is more normal. Oh, well, we will. We'd love to come to Canada and bless this woman Dude. for looking out for other women. That's what we all need to do. We just got to look out for each other. Everybody yeah, got to look everybody. out for everybody. If you see anybody doing something like that, keep, this is why you keep a tea bag with you, I guess. So you can just, <laughs> but just in case. that's one, I, I mean, I have been in this situation, I know so many have, where you're doing everything you can to get a stranger and somebody that gives you the creeps to stop talking to you, and they just won't. They They know that you don't want to talk to them, but they just don't give a shit, and they keep trying to push it. And then you find out they're videotaping you. Fuck that. And he keeps, I mean, like she said, she knew she was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But what do you, I mean, it's in a hindsight, hard place. 2020. Yeah. What do you, I mean, you're trying to get home. So what can you do? But good for that woman for watching out for her and um, very smartly conveying that to her without, you know, like making the guy freak out or anything. Because you never know. If somebody is freaky enough to be filming somebody, mm-hmm. if you go, what are you doing filming her? And he knifes everybody on the train yeah. car. You know, you never know. I think you want to de-escalate the situation mm-hmm. as much as possible. That's part of the bystander training, which we talked about on the Kitty Genevieve's episodes, the I ho- the Hollaback website. Mm-hmm. They do the five Ds, and sometimes it's deflect. Sometimes it's distract. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's like staying with them, you know, staying with her and waiting for her bus to come or, like, informing her without making a big scene. Or one of them is, like, making the third-party harasser think that you know the victim or the mm-hmm. mark. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, okay, well, they're not alone, so I'm just going to walk away into the shopping yeah. center. Like, oh, those people must be her parents or yeah. whatever. So We've seen... Uh, lots of TikToks where mm-hmm. people are like, I can tell that girl's being harassed over there. And they film themselves going up saying, hey, my mm-hmm. mom's here. Do you want to go say hi? And they're like, yeah. I mean, they catch on fast because they want to mm-hmm. get out of the situation. So, yeah. What's so interesting is a second ago when I was talking about the whistling, mm-hmm. in my head, I re- thought of Kitty Genovese. And then you just mentioned that case. Oh, well, see, we're on yeah. the on the same uh, same my page. Meld. Mind meld, but yes, yeah, well, that's um, thank you, cool oof. granny, and yeah. thank you, Kate, for sharing that story. And hopefully, this... that guy uh, got got something, or got maybe he got scared and was like, Oh, I'm about to get caught, so I'm not, yeah, gonna I do just this mean, anymore. got like uh, arrested for yeah. something later, so he doesn't yeah. continue doing this, yeah, it gets corrected, mm-hmm. so. Thank you, Kate. Um, All right. Now we have, this is from Amanda, and it's Small Town Spooky. Hi, ladies. I live in a small town in eastern Kansas, population less than 4,000. My parents used to own the only grocery store in town. In the late 90s, the store underwent an expansion, which included a purchase of the residential property behind the building. The property, previously owned by a woman named Ray, was torn down to accommodate a new meat department. For years after the expansion, staff would experience strange things throughout the store. Machinery would turn on by itself or malfunction without reason. Orbs would be present in photos taken. Employees would get sudden whiffs of musky floral perfumes. And dimes or pennies would appear out of nowhere, sometimes even falling from nowhere right in front of us. All the employees at one point or another would have encounters. We were later told that Ray had passed away in her house prior to the purchase of the property. So every day we would greet Miss Ray. As long as we didn't sass, she didn't mess with us too much. 
The most eerie encounter happened on the day when our meat cutter went to work and found a balloon had drifted back into her department. It wasn't uncommon for the Mylar balloons to escape their net, but this specific balloon gave everyone goosebumps. It was an I'm sorry balloon with a picture of a dog in a doghouse. The caption read, I just want my house back. Shout out to my friend Randy for introducing me to your podcast. It definitely made the workday a little less terrible and my commutes a little more tolerable. Woo, we've had mirrors, whistling, and balloons. These are three <laughs> tropes that are, oh, so creepy. I just want my house back. That's so That's sad. That's also sad, yeah. But yeah. yeah, but it's also having the, it's, you know, it's one thing if you, you smell a little perfume, you have a little, but you don't want the ghost to feel or the spirit to feel displaced or like mm. not appreciated. So I think that's a great idea to say, hi, Miss Ray. Mm-hmm. We're all happy to be here. Thank you for letting us have this land. We're a happy family grocery store. We're, you know, we're and all a the big balloons happy- just get more and more agitated. It's like I asked nicely, just a frowny face emoji, <laughs> <laughs> just a poop emoji balloon. Like Miss Ray, now you getting wacky. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's a clear message. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry of like, what, you know, startling people. If you feel a presence, a sound, a penny flies at you or whatever, that's wild. you may be like, Oh, I'm so scared. And then maybe Miss Ray feels bad that she startled y'all and just She's, wanted to apologize. She just wants her house back. Man. Bless her. Well, thank you, Amanda. And to everyone that submitted your stories. We love reading them. They're mm-hmm. they're legitimately entertaining for us to to read and go through. So keep on submitting them, please. If you have an odd but true story, maybe you've encountered Bigfoot, you've seen a UFO, you had a brush with true crime, or you felt the presence of an otherworldly being, send them in at sinisterhood.com slash freaky Friday. We love providing Sinisterhood to you at no cost, so if you like what you hear, consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We're a small operation, creating the show for you by researching, writing, recording, and producing it ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you also get some sweet perks like ad-free episodes, a Sinisterhood sticker, membership to our exclusive Patreon Facebook group for the Ruling the Airwaves and Getting Into It tier, a special shout-out on the show, a monthly bonus mini-sode, which uh, the previous one was an update on the Murdoch cases out of South Carolina, and upcoming we have one on Selkies, the Selkies. mythological creatures. And there's also patron-exclusive video and audio content, including Am I the Asshole, Relationship Advice, Judge Christie, Dear Sinisterhood, or Dear Sinister, Wet It Drama, True Crime Headlines, and more. You also have the fun perk of access to our Discord server, where you can connect with other fans in real time and discuss the latest in true crime, share personal ghost stories, or just post adorable pictures of your pets. We hop on occasionally, and we host monthly Q&As on Crowdcast, where you can ask us all your burning questions. For patrons not in the U.S., you have the option to pay in pounds or euros, saving you the cost of the conversion fee. Annual memberships for all tiers are also available. Those that select this option will be rewarded with a free month of membership. For more details on all of this and specific member tiers, visit Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner. So many of you have been tagging us in pictures of you supporting your sweet Sinisterhood merch. Keep those pictures coming. And if you want cool Sinisterhood swag like T-shirts, mugs, totes, and even clothes for your kiddos, visit Sinisterhood.com and click on Shop on the top banner. The best thing you can do to help us grow is like, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please tell a friend who you think would like us to check us out. 
means so much to us and really helps podcasts like us get more exposure. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod. Like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. We also have a TikTok now, Sinisterhood Podcast, and we're on YouTube as well. So follow us all there. Christy, where are you at on the World Wide Web? I am on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace and on Twitter and TikTok at Christy or GTFO. Heather? I'm on Twitter at MCK versus the world and on Instagram and TikTok at Heather versus the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy.